Hey guys, I'm Misty Daly, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Get ready, it's time once again for another episode of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. This is episode 386 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week, we have got E.G. Daly joining us. She was the voice of Tommy Pickles, remember that? And she was contestant recently on The Voice and... She's done a lot of voiceover work, and I'm sure you know her voice. And she was even one of the singers of Two and a Half Men theme song. So we get a lot to talk about with her. She's going to be coming up. E.G. is going to be here in a few minutes, so stick around for that. And we've got a lot of exciting news coming your way. Remember the video game Dragon's Lair? Got news on that. And we've got a new Clive Owen movie coming out and a whole lot more. So stick around. We've got it all coming your way in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. A lot of exciting things going on around the world as far as movies and TVs and videos and all that sort of stuff. So we're going to be looking at all of it coming up. It's time for Remake Madness right here on On Screen and Beyond. Remake Madness, well, it looks like the 80s video game Dragon's Lair may be headed for a movie remake. Don Bluth's iconic video game action hero, Dirk the Daring, is currently in a Kickstarter campaign to make a 10-minute short that they'll use as a teaser to present to studios to see if they can make the movie. And, of course, Don Bluth, he's done American Tale and uh, all sorts of other things, Secret of Nim. A lot of great movies he's done, and his animation is just beautiful, so... Uh, get ready for that. I'm sure that'll be coming our way soon. And a new screenwriter has just been brought on board for a remake of Junami. Now, we've talked about that before, but uh, the studio wants to get it out next year in time for Christmas. So that's going to be some uh, fast turnaround on that. We'll see who can replace Robin Williams in that one as the remake comes our way. And that's it as far as Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as new upcoming movies? Upcoming new movies. Well, Rihanna has landed a role in a comic book-based movie called Valerina, and it looks like Clive Owen will also be in the cast of this sci-fi film, and it's set for July 21st, 2017. And you can look for Chris Pine to play Steve Trevor in the new Wonder Woman movie, and that's coming our way on June 23rd of 2017. And Kristen Stewart is in talks to appear in a movie about axe murderer Lizzie Borden. And that's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we'll take you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming your way as far as sequels. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX is The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. 
FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Sequel City, it looks like Paddington 2 is going to happen with the first movie's writer and director, Paul King, leading the way on that. And Elizabeth Banks is set to direct Pitch Perfect 3, along with castmates Anna Kendrick and Rebel Wilson. And that's going to be coming our way on August 4th, 2017. And 2016, that's the year that uh, they'll be releasing Billy Bob Thornton's new one, Bad Santa 2. And filming will start, hopefully, in January. And that's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a peek at uh, what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD. TV on DVD, November 3rd, Warner Archive Collection will release The Secret Squirrel Show, the complete series. Now, that was a great little animated show. And let's see, what else? On December 8th, you can get the X-Files Collector's Box set on Blu-ray. And Ancient Aliens Season 8 will land on DVD on January 5th. And that's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD? Movies on DVD, well, on December 8th, you can look for Ant-Man as it arrives on Blu-ray and DVD. And the Minions, they're going to be coming to Blu-ray and DVD with Sandra Bullock. And it's all coming your way on December 8th also. And on December 29th, Hitman, Agent 47, will hit stores on Blu-ray and DVD. And that's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time, remakes, sequels, and prequels. No, we're not talking about movies. We're talking about TV. Looks like they're on a big campaign right now to bring back a lot of old shows and old movies and bring them into TV and everything. Well, Rush Hour is heading to a series on CBS. And no, it's not going to have Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker on it, though. ABC is working on a series based on Uncle Buck, without John Candy, of course. But... uh, that one I just can't understand because it's been so many years since that was up, you know, out, and you know, a lot of people don't even remember that one. And Showtime is bringing back Twin Peaks, and it's in the early stages of development. Looks like Galaxy Quest is headed to be a series on Amazon. That alone is going to be worth getting Amazon. So, <laughs> Galaxy Quest. Great uh, movie, and uh, we'll see if they're going to have the original cast. That would be great if they did. But that's it. That's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's Celebrity Birthdays. We baked you a birthday cake. If you get a tummy ache and you moan and groan and woe, don't forget we told you so. Happy birthday! Celebrity birthdays on November 1st. Jenny McCarthy turns 43. And Peter Ostrom, he was on Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. He was Charlie. He turns 58. He's a past guest here at On Screen and Beyond also. Check it out in our rerun section. November 2nd, David Schwimmer of Friends turns 49. And Stephanie Powers, past guest here at On Screen and Beyond, turns 73. November 3rd, looks like Dolph Lundgren turns 58. And Lulu turns 67 
And it looks like on November 4th, Matthew McConaughey is turning 46, and Ralph Macchio, Karate Kid, turns 54, and Marky Post, past guest here at On Screen to Be On, turns 65, and Doris Roberts turns 90. On November 5th, Brian Adams turns 56, and Tatum O'Neill turns 52. On November 6th, it looks like Sally Fields, the Flying Nun, turns 69, and Glenn Fry of the Eagles turns 67. And on November 7th, Joni Mitchell turns 72, and Peter Brady, Christopher Knight, turns 58 years old. That's it for celebrity birthdays. As far as listener birthdays, well, we've got a couple here. David M. of Madison, Wisconsin, turns 53 on November 3rd. And Lisa R. of Tampa, Florida, turns 49 on November 6th. If you, a friend, or a relative are having a birthday, send the information to us here at On Screen and Beyond. Just send it to us at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and I will get that information out to everybody, put it on one of our shows just before their birthday, and we can all wish you a very happy birthday or them, whatever way you're doing it. So just send us the information, and uh, we appreciate that, and we'll all wish you a happy birthday. So that's it for Celebrity and Listener Birthdays for this week, and it is that time. E.G. Daly is going to be joining us. E.G. has been on so many animated TV shows. She was, of course, the voice of Tommy Pickles in The Rugrats. And she was uh, recently a contestant on The Voice, where she did a great job. And you recognize her voice, too, from Two and a Half Men. She was the one of the voices, the, actually the voice of Jake in uh, you know that uh, theme song that they had for Two and a Half Men. So she's done a lot of things. She's got a lot to talk about. E.G. Daly's next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Stopping by today on On Screen and Beyond is an actress, singer-songwriter, comic, voiceover actor. She does so much, and she is known for her work as the voice of Tommy Pickles on The Rugrats, Buttercup on The Powerpuff Girls, as Dottie in the film Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and so many other roles. She sang her way onto the fifth season of The Voice. It's E.G. Daly. E.G., welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Hey, thanks for having me. Now, E.G., like I was saying in the introduction there, you do so much. <laughs> how, how do you keep up with everything like that? Um, I don't know. I just, I just, uh, it just seems to work itself out. I mean, there's, there's always time for art. There's just always time for art. There's always time to sing a little, act a little, do a voiceover. I mean, it's just, none of those careers are, you know, except for if you're on a movie for a while, like you're on location. But there's always time in the day to do a little of all, and and especially things that I love to do. So it's, I don't know; it just seems to work itself out. Hmm. Now, when you started out, what what was your goal? Were, I mean, you couldn't have been looking at doing all of that, were you? Or or were you, you know, s- s- narrowing in on one thing and then it just expanded from there? Um, I was sort of. I think my innate, my innate um, original thing was my ability to 
um, I was a, da- a dancer, sort of. I like dancing. And then I also picked up an instrument really young and started teaching myself how to play and sing and write little songs. And the acting sort of came in later, which was more difficult for me because I was shy, very shy, So, which you would never know now. But um, So I think it really started with, with dancing as a little girl and then singing and songwriting, and then it moved into acting. And then voiceovers came in as a result of all the life that I've been doing music and singing and acting. And that sort of just sort of put the two together, my voice, you know, my ability to contort my voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and it amazes me that so many actors and actresses that I talk with, a lot of them say they are shy or were shy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, acting is very cathartic because you start to learn to get focused on what you're doing and focused on talking to the people you're talking to and really committing to yourself to what you're, what's going on. And it forces you to get off of yourself. You know, it forces you to actually think, if I was really connecting to this person, I wouldn't be thinking about myself at all. So being shy is really just a self-conscious thing. You know, it's being self-conscious. So once you start to learn this, like, oh, wow, I don't want to be self-conscious. I want to be, I want to be out in the world and seeing things and not being introverted looking at myself because life is so fascinating when you're, when you're, when you're not being, you know, when you're a participant rather than just, you know, observing, mm-hmm. participating, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so many people know you as your, your voiceover work, but, uh, yeah. you know, I think you shocked everybody when you, you, you were on The Voice. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, I landed on The Voice, which was such a great um, gift, you know, because it was something that I hadn't really expected. And uh, a friend of mine got me the audition, so I hadn't even tried to get on that show. And the next thing you know, I was auditioning, and the next thing you know, I was I was on doing the blind audition for those CeeLo, uh, Blake, Adam, and Christina. And I was having chairs turn, which was even more amazing. And I was like, the whole thing was sort of just unexpected and and super exciting, and and just a testament to like to keep doing what you love to do because. You know, it still will happen if you just keep putting your heart into things, you know. Mm. And you are such a beautiful singer. I mean, I was listening to some of the the uh, clips that you have on on your website and, and different things, YouTubes and things like that, and uh, you. it's very nice. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, I love it. I love singing. It's, it's such a moving art, you know. Just music in general is such a beautiful thing, but to get to sing things that are so beautiful and feel the music and feel the words it's just it's so moving to me music mm. now how did you get the part of tommy you know i mean I, that always amazes me i mean i'm i i know debbie yeah. derryberry she she does voices for boys and you do voices for boys <laughs> so it's yeah, yeah well i'll tell you i i um i did a play in la called tarzana tansy and the play was about a female wrestler so i had to learn how to wrestle and each round of the wrestling match, I was a different age. So I had to start the first round, I was a baby, and the second round, I was five, and the third round, I was ten, and, and so on. And some agent came and saw me and handed me his card and said, you're really great with your voices and your ability to um, change your age range. And, you know, I was like, oh, thanks. And I didn't think anything about it because... I was, you know, it was not anything I had my awareness about. Mm-hmm. But he noticed that I could do children's voices really well and imitate them. And he handed me his card, and the next thing you know, I was 
going on an audition, which was my first animation audition, which was for the Rugrats. And then I ended up booking Tommy Pickles, which ended up going for 14 years. <laughs> and then that just took off and blew up into a whole voiceover career. Wow. Amazing. Jeez. Yeah, so this man, Jeff Danis, discovered me, which mm. was really cool. Jeez. Now, do you do most of your voiceover work I know a lot of them have home studios where they do the work, or do you actually go to a studio and, and interact with the other people who are doing voices together, or is it more of an individual thing? I mean, it thing? just depends. I mean, when we were doing Rugrats, we did it together. Um, when I've done Power of Girls, we did a lot of that together. Some shows, I just go to the studio and do just my my voice, my character. And some things I do at home, at the home studio. Um, a lot of the home stuff is just like a quick thing or a quick job or they want to try something or an audition um the actual job jobs once in a while will be at home but most of the time are in the studio and it depends whether it's with others or by yourself that's always the changing factor hmm. yeah. yeah now you say that with the rugrats you were all together doing it together now i i've been involved with some animation and uh I was directing some voiceovers for it in, in Burbank, and uh, most of them were individuals, but we had two people in the studio together, and uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of their names. Jess, uh, is it Harnell? I, I think. Yeah, Jess Harnell. He's a yeah. good friend of mine. Yeah. And Jeff, um, I can't remember what, but he'd, he'd worked with, with uh, Jess quite a bit, and having the two of them together was insane. <laughs> Oh, it's hilarious. I mean, but having, crazy. yeah, and having a whole cast in there, I, it's I just. It's insane. It's <laughs> like a farm. It's like being in a wild animal zoo because everybody does so many different characters, voices, sound effects. It's hilarious. I mean, behind the scenes, like when I do Avengers and there's maybe 12 or 15 people in one booth, it is like a freaking zoo of like sound effects. It's just unbelievable. One. Each one tops the next, and so yeah. everyone is amazingly talented. We're all sitting there with their mouths open, like, you're unbelievable, you're unbelievable, you're unbelievable. <laughs> it's crazy. What I want to hear is the outtakes, though. <laughs> oh, my God. So would everybody. They're amazing. <laughs> They're amazing. Yeah. That would be a riot, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, so funny. Yeah. Now, um... The Powerpuff Girls, uh, was that the same thing? Did you audition for that, or were they looking for you? Yeah, we auditioned for that um, one year, and then it wasn't until almost seven years later that they picked up the series. They called and said, remember that thing you did for Powerpuff Girls? Well, they picked up the series now, and it was like years later, and we all auditioned, and then they were sort of trying to figure out which girl was which character, and of course mine ended up being the feisty one, Buttercup. So it was about honing in the voices, and then, you know, that just took off for years, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Now, was it hard to uh, change your voice like that? I mean, do you, you never do two characters side by side, I mean, you know, going from one character to... Oh, you do? I did, one, I did one series where I was four beat characters, and each one was different. One was like a girl, one was a little tiny boy, one was a little tiny girl, one was a teenager. And I did all four back-to-back. I'd be like, I'm not sure if that's a good idea. Well, what do you think's a better idea? I don't like that. You know, I literally went from <laughs> one character to the next. And it gets a little nutty, but it's actually really fun and challenging. 
I, I would think so. You're going to be shifting gears quite fast on that. <laughs> yeah, you do. And, you know, you don't really forget them because each one is so different. You know, like I wouldn't forget you from probably, you know, a little girl or from everybody is very different. So people are always asking if I, um, you know, if I confuse them and I'm like, well, would you confuse your brother with your sister or your best friend with your mother? And I say, it's pretty hard to do that. So it's the kind of the same for the characters that you do. You sort of have them in you and they pop up when they need to come out. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I got to give it, you know, a lot of times I see movies where they, they bring in um, movie actors and, you know, yeah. that's nice. And if, But to me, they they don't have the talent of somebody like you. I mean, you know, for what they're doing, you know, what you're doing. I mean, to be able to. Oh, yeah, because they usually like actors on camera. I just do their, their one acting. and But voiceover actors do a million people. They do right. animate objects. They do different. They do imitations. They're able to mimic. You know, they're such a different kind of breed. Well, that what they are is like a more fantastic breed of actor. Mm-hmm. They're like a more specialized, fantastic breed of actor. And, you know, celebrities, some actors that do film are not as skilled because they don't develop how to do different cartoons, how to do different characters, how to do different age ranges and right. how to mimic. You know, they just, they develop their chops as an actor and they do characters within a certain realm of what they look right for. But cartoon actors can, it doesn't matter what you look like. So you, you can develop all kinds of sides of yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of the, the voiceover actors always tell me, that uh, they like doing the studio stuff because they can do it in their jammies and nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So um, now we talked about the uh, your your different shows that you've been in. and you've been on. I mean, I could go on here and, and read a list of different animated movies and TV shows you've done. But uh, I mean, we'd be here all day just doing that, Pound Puppies and everything else. But uh, you've also done live action stuff too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, a lot of live action. Yeah. So, so there is the PBC Adventure and the Valley Girls and and the um, I mean just tons of different things that goes on. I've done Friends. Mm-hmm. I was PBC songwriting partner on Friends, and I sang and played guitar and stole her Smelly Cat song. And and then I also have things like I did a theme song for Two and a Half Men. You know the men 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 mm-hmm. and I do all these random jobs that people don't even know it's me, which is fun. Right. I, I made notes of that that uh, you had done that. Uh... And, and yeah. I mean, that's everybody knows it. They, I mean, not they don't yeah. know that you did it, but everybody knows the song. Yeah, it's pretty popular. And then there's also like the horror fans. I do the Rob Zombie movies, like I did Devil's Rejects. And now I'm in the new one coming out in February called um, 31. Yeah, tell us about that. Really, 31 is just going to be really great. I mean, Word has it, it's one of his best movies he's ever done, Rob Zombie. And he's an amazing director. 
he's got an amazing, amazing visual eye. So his movies are so beautiful. And though they're crazy and violent and hostile, they're also amazing horror films, if you're a big horror film fan. And I, I get amazing roles in his movies. In this new role, I play a character named Sekted, who is just off the charts and super badass. <laughs> yeah, super excited about this movie to come out. Yeah. Now, Malcolm McDowell is in that, correct? Yeah, yeah. So you say February, that one's coming out? I think it comes out February, yeah. And they're just super excited about it because the executives were just nutty over it. They thought it was so good. <laughs> Some of his, you know, best work as a director. Yeah. And he, he actually, Rob actually emailed me and said, you're going to be really happy with your role and the movie looks great. And um, directors don't usually do that, but I and Rob is super modest. Like, for a big old rock star, he's super modest. So for him to even say that was pretty amazing. Hmm. Now, what yeah. would have been neat if they had put a, a duet with you and Rob Zombie in the in the film? That would be cool. <laughs> you never know. That, you never know. That would be amazing. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. Now, yeah. I was looking at your, your, your musical career. You um, you actually have been doing this. You were uh, signed with a record company back in the 80s, right? Yeah, I had a major record deal on A&M Records, and um, it was um, amazing. Um journey for me. I had um, a couple top top three dance hits all over the world. I, I toured all over the world. I was in, you know, Europe, all over like London, Spain, you know, Madrid, Italy, France. I mean, I was everywhere. Wow. I was everywhere. Yeah. And um, the song Say It Safe that I had was number one all over the dance charts and such a blast. And um, then I went on to do a bunch of other albums, you know, um, I have the Tearing Down the Walls album, and then I have one called Lace Around the Wound, and I just continue doing a bunch of records, and I continue to release videos, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of music videos, because they're like little mini movies, so I have a whole bunch of videos, I have an, um, a YouTube page, Eve Daily YouTube page, and there's a bunch of videos up there, um, so yeah, I mean, music is a big part of my, my work, my realm. That's really cool. Now, as far as things that are going on for you right now, uh, you've yeah. got some things coming up, don't you? Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, for one thing, I have um, um, I have a voiceover seminar that I just released on Amazon that people can digitally download. It's a two-and-a-half-hour, very informative tip tool, tips, tools, and the how-tos of voiceover. And I did it because I got a lot of emails from fans saying, really curious about voiceover. I'm interested in doing it. And I decided to make a seminar that people could actually learn a lot of things from in one shot. Hmm. So there's a lot of practical tools like how to get your demos made, how to study, where the great classes are, the online classes. I mean, it just goes on and on. Um, how you break down characters, how you, you know, all kinds of stuff. So that's up on Amazon right now called um, Easy Daily, the voiceover seminar. Um, and then there's also a one-woman autobiographical musical that's also uploadable, downloadable on Amazon called Listen Closely, um, E.G. Daly's Up Close and Personal, no, E.G. Daly's um, one-woman autobiographical musical, and it's called Listen Closely. It's amazing. So that's up, um, which I'm super excited about. I think the links to all these are on my website, egdaily.com. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm also going to be headlining a... Um, a club on the Sunset Strip that's super iconic, the Whiskey Go-Go. And I played the Whiskey and the Sunset Strip for decades. I mean, since I was 15, I've been playing the Strip. So there I'm going back November 22nd 
to the whiskey to do a whole set of like songs I did in the 80s, my hits and songs I did on title tracks, albums, and it's going to be a really amazing set. So that's coming up November 22nd um, at the Whiskey Go-Go. Um, it's the 30th anniversary for Pee-Wee's Big Adventure right now. It's the 30th anniversary for Better Off Dead. It's the 10th anniversary for Devil's Rejects. A lot of anniversaries for a lot of movies. It's been a good time, really fun. Wow. You're going to be busy, but you missed one. I know you're going to make be making an appearance at the Rhode Island Comic-Con, correct? In oh, November? yeah, yeah, that's coming up. Yeah, that's coming up. Thank you, yeah. Rhode Island Providence Comic-Con, I'm going to be there um, November, I think, 7th and 8th, I believe. It's on my website, mm-hmm. and I'll be signing. So if anybody lives on that part of the world, come see me, come bring things you want me to autograph. I'm going to be... It's a chance I get to be personal with a lot of the fans from on that side of you know the East Coast, mm-hmm. and um, super fun. The the cons are always really fun because you get to get personal with people and connect. I'll be there, and then I'm actually going to be doing a voiceover seminar, a voiceover class in Boston um, on the I believe it's the eighth. Um, there's just so much stuff. Yeah, it's hard to keep track. I'm yeah. kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, E.G., I want to finish up with two final questions. Yeah. Taking us away from everything you do. I mean, (laughs) you're so busy. But uh, when you sit back and relax, what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past? And what's your favorite movies now and of the past? Um, My favorite TV shows that I watch now, I really like shows like Botched. I think that's fascinating. Mm -hmm. Botched. and when people have had, like, trauma or things in their face or mess-ups, and then people can fix them and make them better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I really like um, um, Oprah. I'm a huge fan of Oprah. I like her to watch Oprah's stuff just because she's so into the world and the planet and making the planet better. Mm-hmm. But I like things like that. I tend to watch things like Dateline, and I'm a big fan of TMZ, as crazy as that sounds. <laughs> They're all funny. And, you know, I love TMZ. It's crazy, but I do watch TMZ. Um so it's vast what I like to watch. I mean, I like um, I like documentary, reality-based shows. I like, you know, I like knowing what's going on in the world, and I like documentaries on people. Um, as far as movies, um, I like This is 40. This is going on 40. Mm-hmm. I love that. I thought that was hilarious. More recently, and um, Bridesmaids. I, I just like funny, romantic, love, funny movies. So that's my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other question? So it was TV shows. Yeah, TV movies, shows and movies yeah. now and of the past. Oh, and of the past. Um, I mean, when I was a kid, I liked um, those big Disney movies, like, you know, Lady and the Tramp and all those, like, from the past, like, really, like, vintage, like, um, animation movies. I loved those when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think those inspired you, know, you to do voiceovers? I didn't realize it at the time. I didn't realize it at the time. Yeah, but um, um, but actually, looking back now, I mean, go figure. I ended up being one of those voiceover people, so now I sort of feel like maybe they did. You know, maybe they did. Um, I also like movies like Midnight Express, like movies about um, situations that are not like mine. You know. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, yeah. There's so much. There's so much. I'm a big fan of movies and musicals and, you know, documentaries and mm-hmm. big fan. Yeah. 
Well, EJ, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to share with us. It's, it's been a lot of fun hearing about you, you know, what you've done and, and so much and what you're going to be doing, too. So uh, I, I really do thank you. Oh, thanks so much, Princess. Thank you so much. It's so nice having, uh, having me on. Thanks for having me on. It's awesome. I want to thank EG Daly so much for taking the time to talk to us here at On Screen and Beyond. And uh, she's done so much, and we've enjoyed her and all the efforts that she's done on those shows and uh, everything she's done. So we appreciate it that she took the time to talk to us here at On Screen and Beyond. Hope you like that. And we've got some more great guests coming your way, so I hope you're going to keep listening to On Screen and Beyond. Want to give us a suggestion for a guest? Email it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook. You can get information about uh, what's going up, when we're releasing episodes and things like that. And also go to onscreenandbeyond.com. Of course, that's where it all is. We have all the episodes sitting there waiting for you. They're also on iTunes. You can get them there if you're on iTunes. Leave, leave us a review. And uh, like I said, at onscreenandbeyond.com, you can find out uh, what's coming out as far as new releases on Blu-ray, DVD, and we've got all sorts of stuff in there. Go ahead and search the site and check things out. And like I said, of course, you can get uh, all of our episodes of On Screen and Beyond. So in case iTunes, some people tell us there's times when they have trouble getting them there. Uh, I don't know if they only let us have so many up or what, but uh, I don't know how that works. But you can always get them at onscreenandbeyond.com. Every single one from number one to this episode, 386. So thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Love your emails and uh, want to thank all the people all over the world who are listening. And we uh, lately, like I said, the people in Australia, you guys, you guys have been listening a lot. So that's it. That's a wrap for this week. And until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.